money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready. You are ready. I am ready. I'm ready too. We have some pretty. Um, we have the most special. I was just going to say the most special guests. Some of the most special people to me in the world yes. are in the studio yeah. today, and that's saying something. We can't something. make people guess. Yeah, I, mean, so. I, I think they can probably guess. The, the anticipation is, is just palpable here <laughs> in know. this. Can studio. you just do the intro? Okay, we're in the intro. So. If you missed the mortgage show that we did last uh, time, then you have to listen to it um, because you just have to. It's all, it was, of, all of Dave's wisdom about mortgages. Mortgage 101. So if you're ever considering a mortgage and, and there's some cool stuff there, the archive shows are on chri.ca and morethanenough.ca. So those are the two places where you can listen any old time. The shows are archived there and, and all the show notes are there as well. So there's always links to interesting things from the show notes. Uh, if you have a podcasting platform that you use, iTunes, TuneIn, uh, Google Play, we're on all of those. And uh, if you are on, have a podcasting platform that we're not on, you need to search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb and see if we're there. And if we're not there, just give uh, the office a call at morethanenough.ca and, and, or email. I guess it would be an email at <laughs> morethanenough.ca, and uh, we'll, we'll get that. So that's cool. So there you go. So there's the intro. Today's show is brought to you by More Than Enough. We are, um, well, we are the sponsors today, and we love the partners that we have that uh, make the show better and keep us on and help us uh, to just do it. And we've got lots of partners. If you're interested in partnership, then again, morethanenough.ca, and, and you can reach out to us that way. Yes. So today, after all that preamble, we have invited our dear, two of our dear children, Hope. Yes, hello. And Justice. Yes, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, just so you know, it, yes, it's Justice, not Justin, and it's J-U-S-T-U-S, because these okay. things matter to so me. So now the so. world knows. No, it's Justice, okay. yes. Okay, Hope and Justice. We have Hope and Justice on the show. Hope and this Justice. is great. More so, hope puns. More, yeah. Okay, no hope puns today. Anyway. We're so glad you're here. And what we wanted to do for to share with our listeners is we're giving you a little open door into our family. Mm -hmm. And we asked our kids what they've learned from us about money. And uh, it's a very it's we've had some interesting discussions over the years. And um, we're going to share some of that what they've learned just by living with us. Mm -hmm. So um, but before we go into that, I'm going to read verses from Deuteronomy 11. Do they have to do with money? Uh, in relation to this, okay. yes, they do. Not Good. directly, but yes. So here, we, here it goes. Deuteronomy 11 verse 18 says, Fix these words. God's talking to the people of Israel. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give 
your ancestors, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. Now, this is scripture. God's talking about the, I'm giving you my commands and my mm-hmm, word. Mm-hmm. When you are with your families and your kids, talk about it. Talk about it when you're sitting down, when you walk, when you lie down, and when you get up. And I can actually say that when it comes to God's word and the topic of money, I can say our kids might actually get a little tired of hearing it when they're lying down and when they're sitting. <laughs> the, <laughs> they're, I, they're nodding here in the studio. <laughs> yep, yeah. nod, there's a nod. <laughs> <coughs> There, I, I would say that you would agree. We talk a lot about this topic at home. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and maybe not always what you want to hear. But anyway, that is something that we do at home is talk a lot about it. So so, so part of this is, is so what is the main or you know, when we talk about money, obviously you guys get a little tired of it. Um, and we don't always include you in the conversation. Sometimes there are conversations between mom and I. You just happen to be in the room when that happens. And sometimes you leave the room when that happens, right? <laughs> Only sometimes. Only sometimes. So, so give us uh, a little bit. What have you learned from us? Maybe a little bit by osmosis. Maybe a little bit by you know what we've intentionally said to you. You've had questions. But I'm just going to leave it open to you and we'll go from there. Uh, I think the most basic thing that, like, we've learned or you've taught us or both is, like, you know, don't spend money you don't have, which seems pretty simple, like, but I know there has been trouble with that with, we've heard stories, Mm -hmm. but it's pretty, you know, plan, like Dad always says, you know, plan what you spend and spend what you plan, and that's a pretty basic but important (laughs) first (laughs) thing, I guess. So I, I just a little disclaimer there. We don't have those sayings up on our wall over the door. <laughs> we haven't put them on our door know, frames, actually, so, so, as the scripture says. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you say them quite often, yeah. though. So and any of Dave's clients are like nodding their heads right now. Oh yeah, we hear that comment in our heads all the time from Dave. Yes. Um. So Justice, what's the kind of the number one thing you think you've picked up? Uh, well, credit cards are a big, like, uh, if you're going to use them in general, you have to be extremely cautious with them and just like, don't use them as much as you can, just because you need a plan to use something that like you could buy literally anything with. So you just have to be careful. And us especially have learned that make a plan for what you're going to buy. And if you can't afford it, if it's not on the grocery list, then don't buy it because... You don't have money. <laughs> that, that's my training. Uh, I'll take responsibility. I mean, uh, credit for that one. Okay, <laughs> and what did the kids say the other day? We like it when mom goes shopping because she shops outside the list. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. Follows the list. Yeah, and yeah. you follow the list. Well, th- this leads me to, um, for those of you that have been listening to the podcast, you know that we are Lord of the Rings fans. And, you know, and, and this plays into one of the, the favorite Lord of the Rings quotes that we have, and that is, you know, it's a quote by um, Bilbo saying to Frodo saying he just says hey it's a dangerous business Frodo going out your door you step onto the road and you uh, you 
And you don't, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might end up. And I think about that when you go grocery shopping. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dangerous thing going out your door, going grocery shopping. You just never know what mom's going to come back with. Yeah. So. There was a season where I sent you to Costco because I knew um, we had to be restrained and I would shop outside the list so I would send Dave that's a confession and there. in mom's defense Costco is pretty dangerous <laughs> so like I don't blame her thanks Hope the carts are too big yeah. the we had to but live off lentils in those few months <laughs> <laughs> not quite anyway but just as what I'm thinking of is some, you saved up for something recently that yeah. you worked for and you, you, I mean, you don't have a credit card. You're only no, 14. I, no, I so. don't have a credit card. No, but uh, uh, over the last few years that I've just been saving money and when I work and whenever I um, ha- have a birthday or Christmas and stuff like that, which all happened uh, recently. And uh, I saved up a lot of my money and I bought a computer for a decent amount. <laughs> it was a lot of cash. It was a lot How of did cash. that feel having that cash leave you? Well, I mean, like it feels great because <laughs> you like I have a computer now, but um, I did need it for school and for uh, like entertainment and stuff. And I say need. I needed it for school. I didn't need it well, for entertainment. And to, to to tell people you both are at home doing online learning, yeah, right? So, so a hopes computer in grade, is, hopes in grade eleven and justice is in grade nine. A computer is very necessary for online school yes. <laughs> because you cannot do online school without a computer. Yes. So. Uh, it was it. There was a feeling of accomplishment because it's like, oh, you saved up all this money, and when you get it, you know that this was all you. Like you saved up all this money, and this, or if it was given to you, then it's still like yours, and you still feel accomplished because yeah. you worked for it and you saved for it, and now you have it, and then it just opens up new ways because now you know how to save and uh, for other goals that you might have or other accessories or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a it's a really cool feeling to have done that did you find i'm skipping ahead to something but when we did the jars so at our house since the kids were little we had three mason jars and we had to give save spend um we didn't talk about this too much at home before the show but did you find that helpful to give you a a picture of of how to spend your money or do what to do with your money i mean i think me personally, I would have just put it all in the spend <laughs> jar. <laughs> so I think the very basic, like, hmm, maybe you should like give this to someone else, or maybe you should save money. That was like, huh, that's actually not a bad idea. Maybe I should do that. But yeah, I don't know. It wasn't so much. Yeah, it was more like just teaching me to like have like not spend it all at once. <laughs> right, just, right. That there yeah. that you've got to think about and. And again, yeah. I guess that's a big P word today is the planning, right? We keep to seem to be talking about that. But we would give our kids these jars, and if they got money, they and as they got older, they'd decide on the percentages, mm-hmm. what percentage was going into the save, and they'd have a goal of what they were saving for, um, you know, the spend of what they wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, our youngest Serena likes to, likes Tim Hortons and candy. So sometimes that's <laughs> where she, t- and chapters books, uh, she follows, follows her mother very carefully mm-hmm. in that. So, um, and then there's the give jar and that can be, we said, whatever God shows you guys, where do you want to give? And sometimes we put it to Wells or um, 
to sponsoring a child or to church, whatever. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. that reminds me of talking about Serena and giving. I mean, the, the, the comment, <laughs> the quote just recently when, when we were sitting around the table, Serena was there and she said, well, you can only spend lots of money when you're buying gifts for someone. So, yeah, we, we know what her love language is. She's like her mom. She has all five. Uh, but, we're referencing Gary Chapman's five love languages, just if you haven't heard of those before. But yeah, to, yeah. But it was, we joke about it, but actually it's a very generous thing. Like if you're going to spend your money, let's spend it on giving it to other people. So classic yeah, mom. and I'll be classic mom. Yeah, well, I'll take that. It's my 50th birthday say. this year. So. Say, so anyway. So what else have you guys learned from just sitting around the table with us or being in our home? Uh, I think financial dates were i know that was kind of a part where i left personally when mom and dad sat down at the kitchen table and started talking about our finances i was like great i'm going to my room um but that definitely is an important part i think like communicating about your money and stuff that was definitely something i saw rather than being taught like you try and do it you know every other week or whatever so that was definitely a big part of the mm-hmm. the process yeah mm-hmm. communication why do you think communicating is important like i mean i guess you guys don't know any different um like have you heard us fight about money mm-hmm. what do we do no. not really like no. there's never really we it's take the not fighting <laughs> <laughs> no it's not really fighting like i've definitely heard you like have discussions that like may have gotten a little more like serious <laughs> but i mean it, it was never fighting not about money no yeah <laughs> <laughs> great that okay. was a really <laughs> wide open door <laughs> let's just keep this on the money topic <laughs> saying that we don't really uh fight we don't raise our voices uh, no. on that level when it's no. when we're discussing things definitely we, not no. we get a little angsty or frustrated with one another maybe but and it's always when you're tired <laughs> yes like both of you yeah you have a lot of grace but when you both have like very little room for or right. when mommy goes buys all those gifts for people <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we say that we can go over the budget if it's for someone else, so we do that. <laughs> I'm starting to think that maybe Serena did catch that from somewhere, right? Okay, so very cool. Didn't Justice say to us the other day, well, isn't that why you have an emergency cushion? <laughs> for the gifts. It's a gift emergency cushion. So. You need to have two. And so. an emergency cushion is, just to explain it to people for who, people who haven't listened before, do you guys know what an emergency cushion is? Yeah, it's in case there's like an unexpected emergency, like a car breaks down and you like haven't planned for it and you can take money from your emergency cushion to pay for it. Right, so you built up this place where there's cash in it. Um, it's not a credit line where you go into debt for the emergency, but... We actually did that with our car, mm-hmm. but we were having a discussion that maybe it wasn't a, f- we, we knew that repair was coming, but it was a bigger one than we thought it was going to be. So, so it was kind of half emergency, right? <laughs> well, it's a part and we're out of money. <laughs> Put it back together. It's an emergency. Okay, good. I, I can justify it. Yeah. The so. snowmobile's not working. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'm working on that. I'm working on that. So that's my, in my savings uh, component. But a big thing I do remember about the emergency cushion is the, like, holidays are not an emergency. <laughs> Christmas is not an emergency. 
Even if you're spending gifts for other people, mom. <laughs> I know. We do talk about that. We talk about that at the financial fitness seminar. What is an emergency? And we always say Christmas comes every year. <laughs> <laughs> Plan for Christmas. Uh, as we, as we think about that, I was just thinking about the planning and you guys seeing us do our financial dates, and you know, it not necessarily being you know everyone heated or or um, or you know intense conversations. Do you guys see us or hear us more on the planning side? Like, do you is that what you hear us in terms of the conversation, or do you hear us trying to figure out how to payback money that we've spent already like you know i think it's more so the planning but like i said i'm not around a whole lot for your financial dates so i wouldn't know intimately but i would say it was definitely more planning or and if it is a kind of payback it's mostly dance related which is my fault so i can't really the kids claim responsibility like, oh, great. you have to pay for costumes and it's like oh that's hope's fault so it's not your fault it's your uh it's your pleasure and our pleasure to invest in you that way so. it's hope's fault now, yeah and <laughs> who's justice, says justice who started dancing True. and serena True. who's also dancing so if any one uh i i must can i can i segue to you that's just a funny story <laughs> yeah. um, we won't name the people involved but what was the story uh, around dance and i money? had um someone approach me and they had made the comment that because like you and dad talked about or taught money about money that wow we must be rich because we deal with money huh. and i was like well that's not quite true and then someone else had commented said well she's a dancer so obviously they don't have money then <laughs> <laughs> uh, we thank you you know that that other person in the conversation for the rescue and, right? and we so. do know that he was a dance dad too so he, he fully understands but saying that i mean we joke about okay we don't have money because of dance but really we have money and we're choosing to invest in you and justice and serena in this way at this time and it just takes again planning and um yeah and we know as you've gotten older and now you're going uh through point shoes a lot more often or whatever so she wears flip-flops all year long so she can dance (laughs) in point shoes anyway just kidding we did buy her good boots this year finally (laughs) anyway um we do joke about it at home but but we do try and make sure that you understand we do have money and it, it it's how we changed our language years ago when we say well i don't have we don't have the money for that or we can't afford or it. we can't afford it we are trying and still trying to change our language no we just have to plan for that or we're not choosing to put money toward that right now and that's what we, we even as serena is turning eight we're trying to instill that in her well It's not about us not being rich because everyone in our nation, really, if you go to globalrichlist.com, will quickly find out how rich we are. And we've talked about that list before, right? We've gone on that global rich list um, before with you to see that we're in the top 4% of the wealthiest people in the world. So anyway, Mm -hmm. it's if you as listeners want to go there, 
you will understand that the rich people Jesus talks about in Scripture are us. Mm-hmm. So we need to take some of those verses that he speaks about, about wealth and riches to heart, because we're, we're, we're it. We may not have a Mercedes Benz. We may not live in a million dollar home. But I but, do have a Mercedes. But we do have a Mercedes. Yes, our oldest daughter's name is Mercedes. Yes. Anyway, um, but let's let's t- we have t- like ten or so minutes left. But uh, uh, perfect segue. I was just you know as you were saying that, guys. How has that spiritual component, how has, in a sense, we've talked a little bit practical, plan what you spend, spend what you plan, credit cards are dangerous, and, and some of the things you've, you've caught, you know, watching us do the financial date and, and all of that. Uh, but, you know, there, there is the spiritual side. There is the side that, you know, the, what the Bible says and how that integrates. So uh, just comment uh, on what does that look like for you guys? Uh, well, I think just watching you guys and everything that you've done uh, has taught me personally to uh, always be praying for the purchases and just really anything that you do because you always want to make sure that you are uh, have God's favor and even if it's not then you're at least you're you're talking to other people about it and you're really thinking about it as opposed to just going out and buying the thing or doing whatever it was that you were going to do. But prayer is just such an important piece because it's really solidifying that this is what God wants you to do or this is something that God is good and okay with and this is something that you can afford and something that is good for you and your spiritual health. But I think it's just so important that you pray and that you are talking about it in communication with other people around you, but especially with God because that's where it's most important. And Dave would say, I don't, do you know what the, his phrase is around that? No. Make every spending decision is a spiritual one. And he has said that often too. Apparently not often enough. They're, they're looking at me like, <laughs> the oh, one no, thing, you know. the one thing, so, we don't know. Well, don't worry, you'll get a bunch of that for the next six Jeez, months. So yeah, yeah don't worry. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, one of the things in, and, and this is just a comment on the, the environment and openness around money in your home. And, and each family, of course, has a different dynamic. But we do know that when it comes to money, there is a lot of shame there is a lot of hiddenness there is a lot of of you know keep it quiet and don't talk about it and and we that's one thing that rebecca and i have intentionally with you guys said you know what we're we're not going to necessarily display everything all the numbers out on the table and have you sit down and look at it with us but we we do have these conversations around our own finances and what we're thinking and how we're spending and all of those things in an openness because one we don't want there to be hiddenness and and so just to see you guys do that and and two um often the the connection between hiddenness and shame comes in and so sometimes um we just want to make sure that we're not shaming you guys into you know certain uh, thinking around money and of course for us for reb and i it's also just you know hey um how are you feeling about that and and uh we we actually had an incident with hope about your phone um which you now have but uh, you know a little while ago we were talking about you know okay planning for this phone you're driving now um you have you've had one 
a used one that someone gave you and all of that stuff. And as we're talking and Dave's articulating his angst about spending money on technology again, I could feel the translation of that go to you as I'm I'm causing trouble. I'm I'm causing more financial strain on mom and dad. And was that accurate? Yeah, that was pretty dad revised his language and changed it to something less shameful Mm -hmm. i don't know shame is a very strong word but it's and that was i think the one thing i've appreciated about like you and dad is like it's anything we want to buy or like oh we want to do this or we want to save for this you don't immediately be like well that's impossible so don't even try it's kind of like the well Okay, that's like gonna cost money. So how are, we, are you gonna afford doing this? Like, which I think is very much appreciated because you don't aren't like, well, that's stupid. So and costs money. So it's that's a stupid dream. Like, mm-hmm. which is really nice. <laughs> yeah, and Dave's really good at that. But in that case in particular, what was cool about that, I knew what was happening. And you were in your room and I said, Hope, come downstairs. And Dave, can you please rephrase that? Because this is what she's hearing. She's hearing that she is costing us money again. And she already fe- has that around dance, as yeah. you all can hear today. And we, you know, we try and reinforce that this is a choice we're making. And then you rephrased it. What was beautiful, you actually graciously said, oh, yeah, we're going to rephrase that. Yeah, yeah. How are we going to, we just need some time to figure it out, Hope, you yeah. know, and because we did have the car expense. And that's just, that. that's where that came from. We had this big car expense for it so we had to figure out how to get you your phone so i think it was easy for dad to change his language because he didn't mean it in a shaming way in the first place right so he's just like oh that's not what i meant so here so i guess what we're saying is as you're listening think about how you're speaking about money and Mm -hmm. which is another one but i just want to in the last few minutes want to tie it back into the god factor and um, generosity and um, justice said you know we pray about our our purchases maybe Dave and I should pray a little bit more sometimes because <laughs> we're you know we can teach it but don't always you know live it but is there anything else you want to add just on um, from that from that perspective about what we teach about God and his resources I think I mean what justice said before pretty much covered it all like Communicating with God and stuff is important. Because I don't know if we've said it enough. We don't always use the stewardship word at home, but we try and live 100% for him. Um, We use another S, a surrender word, as we surrender. and Long words, Mom. I know. (laughs) S, Uh, surrender. Spell that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Absolutely, right? I mean, the we've only got a couple minutes left, but to, just to recognize that, um, you know, as we journey, and, and this is, I think, uh, you know, the last homework. I always like to leave a little bit of homework. Give yourself some grace with your family, but the, also step into it. Start, you know, again, we do the financial date often at the kitchen table, not because we want the kids necessarily to be sitting there next to us, and they don't want to be sitting <laughs> there next to us, but that just allows some of the openness in the conversation to have it, and and uh, and that might be something. For 
for you. Just do a small thing to begin the conversation or to begin some openness around money and how you how you relate to money and allowing the, the kids to see that and do that. So so think on that. Pray on that. that that'll be my homework. Um, maybe, Reb, you can pray. Father, I just uh, thank you for the opportunity to share our story in a small way this morning. I thank you for Hope and Justice's honesty and for their willingness to be here. And as listeners, Lord, I pray for your grace and your bravery and your um, courage to, to have financial dates for families, courage to have the hard conversations that might take place with kids. And, and as you discover what it means to surrender and um, be stewards of what you've given us, Father. Lord, I, we need your help. That's all I can feel is that our families need help, knowing how to talk about it, knowing how to be stewards, and know how to live a surrendered life to you, and how to, how to express that to our children. Lord, just help us in this, and I pray this in your name, Jesus. Thanks, kids, for coming in, yeah, for letting us fun. drag no you problem. in here. And Our pleasure. We didn't have much of a choice. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> now Too the bad. truth comes out. So, uh, so if you'd like to uh, listen to more fun and podcasts, feel free to, to join us on morethanenough.ca and chri.ca. That's where they're all archived. And again, if, uh, if you are a podcast person, download it. Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, and uh, you'll find it on your podcasting platform. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.